أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن في خلق السماوات والأرض واختلاف الليل والنهار والفلك التي تجري في البحر بما ينفع الناس وما أنزل الله من السماء فأحيا به الأرض بعد موتها وبث فيها من كل دابة وتصريف الرياح وتصريف الرياح والصحاب المسخن بين السماء والأرض والسحاب المسخن بين السماء والأرض لآيات لقوم يعقلون والسحاب المسخر بين السماء والأرض لآيات لقوم يعقلون ومن الناس من يتخذ من دون الله أندادا ومن الناس من يتخذ من دون الله أندادا يحبونهم كحب الله والذين آمنوا أشد حبا لله ولو يرى الذين ظلموا إذ يرون الأذاب أن القوة لله جميعا وأن الله شديد العذاب إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساعدون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سليدا 
يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وأحسن الحدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشمل الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة والضلالة وأهلها في النار أآذن الله وأجارنا من النار All the praises are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We seek his protection from home and from isolation home From deception and from being deceived We ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For the sincerity of our words and our intentions We ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To make this our comment To be understood within the context And we ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To bless us in this blessed month of Ramadan And we ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To make us among those that their souls would be purified and their souls would be accepted among those that they would be delivered to their that is their paradise so inshallah we are going to continue from where we have stopped in our last session yesterday uh, yesterday we started from bus 159 and we accomplished up to that is a bus 163 so inshallah today we are going to proceed That is uh, with the next verse. That is verse 164, insha'Allah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned from the previous ayat, let me give a kind of summary of what we have that is discussed yesterday. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala started mentioning إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا وَمَاتُوا وَهُمْ كُفَّارٌ أُولَئِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ لَعْنَةِ اللَّهِ وَالْمَلَائِكَةِ وَالنَّاسَ أَجْمَئِينَ But before that, the previous ayah that we mentioned, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَكْتُمُونَ مَا أَنزَلْنَا مِنَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ Surely, those who are hiding, that is, those who hide that which was revealed, that which we have revealed, مِنَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ of the signs, وَالْهُدَى and guidance, مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا بَيَّنَّاهُ لِلنَّاسِ After we have clarified it to the humanity, in the scriptures that is we have clarified it in the book but they continue to hide it they hide it to the people those are the categories of the people that Allah would curse and those are the categories of the people that other people would curse them also so those people that hide the knowledge the knowledge that was already documented the knowledge that was already enlisted by the Almighty God and they hide it so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning that he would cause them and also the causes will cause them also like the malaika Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned except those who repent and they become rectified and they proclaim meaning they prescribe to the people what is being documented from the knowledge Those are the categories that I would forgive them. Those are the ones that I would pardon. And I'm the one that is accepting the repentance. And I'm the one that is forgiving. Allah SWT is saying He is the one that accepts the repentance. And He is the one that forgives. Meaning He is the most merciful. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Surely those who rejected the faith, meaning those who become disbelievers, 
and they died as rejecting the faith. Meaning they died in, the, in that condition. They continued to reject the faith up to their demise. Upon them is the curse of Allah. That is those people, they have the curse of Allah. They aim for themselves the curse of Allah. And the curse of the angels. And the entire humanity. Because they establish their life in the world without any benefit. It does not benefit them. Neither they did not benefit that is they did not benefit the humanity also. And even they did not establish connectivity with their creator. So that's the reason why they will end for themselves the cause of the Almighty God, the cause of the Madaika, the angels, and the cause of the people also. Because they did not benefit the people. Because part of the faith are some of the actions like modesty, helping others, caring for others, eradicating corruption, eradicating bribery, avoiding the looting of properties of others. So all these are some of the actions, some of the aspects related to the faith. So for whosoever that reject the faith, that, that is uh, exterminate himself away from the umbrella of faith, definitely he will engage into some of the actions that would that will end for him the wrath of Allah, the anger of Allah. So that's what Allah SWT said. He would curse them, and the angels would curse them, and also the humanity would curse them also. Khalidina fiha. They will dwell there, meaning they will dwell in their hellfire. Because if God is to punish you, so his location of punishment, the location that he would cast you for punishment is, is the hell, the lacked fire, the infernal. The punishment will not get decreased to them. It will not be lightened for them. And they will not be given any respite. They will not be given any relief. So it is continuation. It is in form of continuation. Always they will be in that punishment. Because they already rejected the faith. But suppose if they have been accepted the faith, but they transgressed, they did wrongdoing, for example, they engage into like major sin or minor sin. That Allah SWT is there for, for, for him to for, that is to forgive them if he wills. And if he wills, he can punish them, but he, he would save them from the infernal. He, uh, he would save them from the hellfire. So that's how it is. The difference between someone that accepted the faith and someone that declined the faith or he rejected the faith is that in the hereafter they would be totally different. Their destination varies. And also in the life of the dunya, their position in the sight of Allah differs also. So the next ayah Allah SWT mentioned, wa ilahukum ilahu wahid. Your Lord is one. Your God is one. Many people would be saying that no, we have, we have to worship this, we have to worship this. But according to the reality, according to the truth, the God is one. According to even nature that we are seeing, it is testifying that the God is one. That's why in one of the ayah, Allah SWT mentioned that That if in this heaven there are many gods beside Allah, the heaven would get distorted. They would get destroyed because there would be a kind of that is quarreling between the gods. The god would say, let, it, let, let there would be rain, that is, let the rain that is the same. And the other one would say, no, I don't want the rain. This one would say, this one. Like the humans, for example. 
So, but this is indicating that the con the, that is the mechanism of the that is of the heaven is controlled by one God. That's why he, he in, that is he testified that your Lord is one. Meaning the truth is one. There is no that is there is no any comp compromise in, in the truth. Truth is one. It's only for the others or you. You come with some of the tricks in order to that is to deceive people or to let people to get deviated. But the truth is one. And in terms of that is uh, what what we call monetizing. That is Allah subhanahu wa taala is one. In terms of that, that is the truth. If you have someone say this is God, this is God, it's based on him. Even Pharaoh, the Pharaoh, he considered himself as God. He called himself as the greatest among the gods even. But he testified by himself that there is God. He testified with the presence of God. He said, Ya Haman, oh Haman, build me a pyramid. So, as, uh, so that I would achieve my mission. That is the mission to the heaven, to the sky, so that I can have a, a look to the Lord of Musa. You see, by him, he testified that there is God. So that's the reason why he asked Haman to build him a, a tower so that he would that is, look for the God. He would see whether Musa is saying the truth or not. But in a way, according to his own understanding. So Allah is the eye. So even the Fir'aun he testified. But what he said, the reason why Allah SWT punished the Pharaoh, because he said, Ana Rabbukum al I'm your Lord, the greatest, the most high. So nobody had that kind of claim before the Fir'aun. La ilaha illahu. There is no deity worthy of worship but him. That is what that is what he, that is the God, that one God, that one and only and only. He is the benevolent and the most compassionate. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that is the most that is a beneficent and the most merciful. His mercy encompasses everything. Whether you are a believer or you rejected the faith, the Almighty God would give you some of the blessings. The blessings of sight, the blessings of that is a listening. The blessings of interpretation by mind, the blessings of inculcation of that is our information, retention of information, the blessing of wealth. Allah would give wealth to the believer and the disbeliever. He did not this, that is a uh, differentiate in that. This indicated that is his mercy and there is hikmah in that. Suppose if he did not bless someone that is not a believer. He did not bless him with wealth. He may be having a kind of excuses. He would be saying, he give to those that are connected with him. But we that we are not connected with him, he did not give us. So Allah has given the wealth to everyone. So that it will serve as a kind of witness for them. As a kind of evidence for them. So that if you reject the faith, then it would be a calamity unto you. But if you accept the faith, then it would be better for you. So that's how the statement, that's how the condition is. So the next box, the, the, that is the next ayah, that is ayat, would testify to us that is the qualities that can determine that, that the presence of that is one God. Allah make mention, inna fi is samawat. In the creation of the heaven, wal and the creation of the earth, 
alternation between the day and the night والفلك التي تجري في البحر and the sheep which serves in the oceans that's in the ocean بما ينفع الناس with that would benefit the people that is with that excels on the ocean with the with that materials that benefited the humans وما أنزل الله من السماء and that which Allah SWT revealed from the sky that which Allah SWT sent down from the sky mimma'i of the rainfall fa'ahya bihi al-abda ba'da mawtiha and we revive the earth after the earth died that is after the demise of the earth after the, the, the earth becomes solidified so we send down the rainfall in order that is to revive the earth so Allah SWT is saying وَبَسَّ بِهَا مِنْ كُلِّ دَابَةٍ and he disseminated in each and every form of animals. So let's go back from the beginning of the ayah. Inna fi samawat. Whenever the weight, or the, that is the, the alphabet, inna kam, it can, that is, it is a kind of harfum mushabbahum bil fi'l. It's an alphabet that is similar to an action. Like if I said surely or verily, it's a kind of weight that is related to an action. Like for example, I said, إِنِّي سَأَخْرُجُ إِنَّكَ سَتَخْرُجُ Barely you would go out. So if I said barely and I keep quiet, it doesn't give sense. So means there would be an action that, is, uh, that would come after. That's why Allah said, إِنَّ فِي الْخَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ Barely in the creation of the heaven and earth. You see the action come. So, in, uh, in the previous ayah, for yesterday's ayah, we mentioned in the lazina yaktumuna. Surely, those who are hiding. So in that, the inna that comes in that particular location is harfu tawkeed. It's inna lit tawkeed. Inna wa anna wa ka'anna wa lakinna wa layta wa la'alla tadakul alim mubtada'i wa al-kawab. That's in the issue of Arabic grammatical point of view. So, inna can come as harfu tawkeed. And if anna come, it would serve as harfu nasbin and also harfu tawkeedin. That's why in Iraq we said harfu nasbin wa tawkeedin. That is a harf that would put that is nasba, fatha to a kalma. And also it, that's, it magnify the statement. So but the inna that come in here, that is inna fi khalqi samawat, is that is harfu mushabbahum bil fi'l. It's a word that is related to an action. Meaning, verily in the creation of the heaven and the earth. And the alternation of the day and the night. Meaning, there is something related to the heaven and the earth. If we look towards the heaven, we have a lot of materials that are attached to that heaven. That, is, that heaven, the sun, the moon, the stars, the galaxies, and other planets are attached to that heaven. And the earth. The mountains that are attached to the earth, the oceans that are attached to the earth. So if you look towards all these matters, according to human, by himself he would testify that he is not the one that controls these mechanisms. Nobody would say he is the one that is controlling the revolution of the sun or the moon or the stars, for example. Yes, indeed, Allah has given us some of the knowledge, even of recent 
there was a kind of uh, exploration that is uh, uh, that uh, that has uh, uh, that is going on in the Mars planet, for example, of recent, just February 18, for example. Yes, Allah give us the knowledge, but the con- that is the, the 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 maintaining of this mechanism, these materials, is in the hand of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So, the alternation of the day and the night also. Allah SWT is emphasizing that He is the one that is in charge of that. Allah SWT make it to be in constant, always. Like now the day is moving, it's going, and the night will come. And nobody that is there, that is to withheld that, or to change that, but Almighty God. Do you get it? No. وَالْفُلْكِ الَّتِي تَجْرِي فِي الْبَحْرِ And the ships that are sailing in, in the oceans, the ships, the canoes that we are seeing in the, in the oceans, in the river, so and that is in the sea, all of these are moving based on the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I would be saying, it would be the force of optrust. In physics, there is what we call optrust. Optrust is a kind of force that is related to liquid, for example. For someone that knows what we call Archimedes principle, he knows about those kind of forces, for example, in physics. So, Allah SWT is saying the movement of the, the sailing of the ships in the, in the sea, in the oceans, also, is part of his science. Because you would see the ship, they would carry, that is a kind of heavy, heavy load, but it is not immersing in the river, in the water. What holds that is Allah. So I would be saying is the force that holds the ships, is the mechanism. So who created that mechanism? Is Allah. To everything would be saying, maybe the energy is the nature or something like that. But who created the nature? The Almighty God, the one and only. Do you get it? No. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, وَمَا اللَّهُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ Of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Send down from the sky. Allah sent is that is sending some of the things from the sky to the earth. Mimai of the rainfall. Nobody is in charge of the rainfall but Allah. Allah is the one that is sending down the rainfall. Suppose if we say we don't want the rainfall today. If Allah if Allah SWT wish, then it, there would be a rainfall. Allah. So it's beyond our Capabilities. The only thing that we can do is for us to cover our body against the rainfall. But it's based on the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even the people that are in charge of weather and climate, they are trying their, their best, but they know that is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know in the creation of the sky, not the heaven, the sky, we have almost around five, uh, five layers of the sky. From, like from, from here to, to the highest level. We have, uh, we have what we call uh, teratosphere. We have stratosphere. We have mesosphere. We have thermosphere. And we have also exosphere. These are the five layers, according to science, five layers of the sky. And all these layers are made up of gases. And who made that? The Almighty God. Wallahu musta'ad. Yes, indeed, we would be able to explore, we would be able to find, to do research, to identify. But that is our work. But who created that? Who originated that? Is the Almighty God. And He revived the earth 
after the earth died, after the, that, that is after the earth gets solidified. So a time, a time would come that there would be no rainfall. The earth would become solidified. There would be no cultivation. And later on, the rainfall would come and it would get revived. You would see the first trees, the plants are coming out from the earth. Nobody is withholding that. The only thing that we can do, we, we would apply fertilizer. We would apply manure to, to, the, to the earth, to that particular, that is earth. Well, Allah is the one that will decide what will come out from that earth. Different varieties of vegetables, different varieties of fruits, different varieties of cereals are coming from that earth with the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he and he spread, he, he, he disseminated piha in it, that is in the earth, in all the forms of animal kingdoms. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided to disseminate all forms of animal kingdoms. Okay. Allah disseminated in the earth, in the world, different kingdoms of animals, different animal kingdoms. We have the horses, we have, we have the horses, we have the camels, we have the dogs, we have the, the sheep, we have different varieties of animals, monkeys, lizards, snakes, butterflies, scorpions, all these are varieties of animals. With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that allowed these animals to be with us in the life of this dunya, in the life of the world. And this indicating the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you see in the earth, there are different varieties of animals. The cat did not look like the dog. The camel did not look like the, like the dog. Neither the cow looked like the camel. And neither the monkey look like the gods or the sheep and the snakes. So all this kingdom, all these species, all this genus of the animals and all this kind of, uh, that is uh, order and the classes of the animals, Allah SWT is the one that creates this kind of different varieties of animals. So that's what Allah SWT is mentioning. And the rotation of the wind, the ear, the wind, that is the windstorm. And the movement of the cloud, that is Sahab, the cloud. Before rainfall, you would see, if you look towards the sky, you would see the cloud is moving. So the movement of the cloud is part of the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meaning the signs that is indicating that there is someone that is controlling that. We are not the one that are in charge of the movement of the cloud, but it is happening as how we are seeing. The human would say, I don't know what, which kind of mechanism, which kind of principle is, that is, uh, the cloud is working with. Well, Allah has already concluded the matter. He testified that he is the one in charge, that is, he is the one in charge of that. What left for us is for us to believe and to testify with that. The cloud that is moving between the sky and the earth. You will not 
realize this until you are traveling in the air, inside aeroplane. You will reach to the level that the cloud would be beneath you, down to the aeroplane. There will be a time that you would be moving, you are ascending. You would ascend up to the time that you would be at, the, at, at a level above the level of the cloud. So Allah Taala mentioned about this almost 1,400 years ago, that the cloud is moving between the sky and the earth. It's, uh, the cloud is not to the topmost level of the sky. It does not reach the exosphere. It is between the earth, the, our, that is where we are, and the sky. And we make mention, according to science, there are around seven layers of the sky. So Allah mentioned about this. And we know even in geography, we get to realize that there is what we call uh, st uh, stratos. That is the first form of cloud, stratos. And there is a, a cumulus also. It's a kind of form of, uh, it's a form of the cloud. So all these kind of varieties of cloud, Allah SWT is the one that is controlling that and is the one that designed that to happen. All these are signs to the people that are reflecting. If you are having the mind that can think, the mind that can reflect, definitely you will get to realize that all these are signs that, that are indicating that there is one God and only. So that's what Allah SWT is trying to emphasize here. Because the heaven that we are seeing, the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth, the cloud, we believe that we are not the one that, that produce this. We are not the one that create this. But Allah is the one that created that. And He is telling us to believe in Him. But we are trying to negate that. So Allah is saying, And among people, there are those that are taking some of the creatures as associate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as counterparts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as oppositions to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Suppose if you take this mic and you said this mic is my God, I would be worshiping this. This is what we call a shirk. If you invoke someone beside Allah, it's form of shirk also. If you take the stone, you worship the stone, it's shirk also. If you worship the moon, it's shirk also. If you worship the sun, it's shirk also. Anything that you take beside Allah, the one that you consider to be that is a kind of idol for you to worship, then it is considered as a kind of opposition to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah mentioned, You should not prostrate to the sun, neither to the moon, but you should prostrate to Allah, the one that created the moon, the one that created the globe, the world. Wallahu al-musta'al. But the humans, they try to calumniate. They try to come with tricks with their wisdom, with their knowledge that is of negligible. Imagine someone that come out from the womb of the mother, someone that come out in a form of maya, that is in a condition of weaknesses. He has nothing of the knowledge. He was illiterate at that particular condition. Let on Allah SWT give him of the knowledge. And when he grew up, he decided to disconnected, to get disconnected with his creator. The fetus that is inside the mother, no one knows how the development is occurring, but Allah is the one that is controlling the development. Yes, we will be able to identify, 
through some of the materials, like through some of the machines, devices that we are having. Ultrasound, for example, uh, sonography, all those. EMI, uh, that's uh, e, uh, that is uh, 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 what we call uh, that is X-ray. All those we can use that in order to identify, in order to explore what is uh, inside the body of human. Like the bones, we can see that. But the development of the bones, what controls that? Someone will tell you, he can tell you that are the food, for example, that you eat, the nutrients, the carbohydrates, the proteins. Someone will tell you it's based on your physiology. So who controls that physiology? Your creator. Allahumma If he did not create you, he will not even get to the food that you would be able to eat. So that's how it is. Allahumma and they love them as how they love Allah, as they love to Allah. As how you will love your Creator, that's how they love them. So suppose like our parents, we respect our parents, and Allah is the one that commanded us to obey our parents. But it has limits. We are not to over-exaggerate. We are not to take their level to the level that is, of, that is the, the Almighty God. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying They love them as how they love Allah But to the believers They love Allah much more They love Allah in the That is in the highest level As for the believers And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said If like those who transgress Those who that has become oppressors is the around al azab when they would approach the punishment, the torment. And Jamia at that moment they would realize that the power belongs to Allah only. That is all the power, all the sovereignty belongs to Allah. And Allah is tormentous. Allah is tremendous. He is severe in punishment. So this is the ayah that we stop at, inshaAllah, tomorrow we'll continue. With this ayah, insha'Allah. Allahumma alimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'na bima alimtana wa zidna ilma. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayka. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina azab al-nar. Subhanarabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun anil muqsaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.